Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that will send her back to her gaseous domain. <laughs> I'm Amy Schneider. And I'm Kelly Anakin. You knew I was going to say that. You didn't have to take a drink right before. Well, you were going to say what? The gaseous domain. It I just know. made you laugh with water in your mouth. And yeah, that but I wasn't going to spit take. Well, okay. That was mostly a performative laugh. Get off my back. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted you to feel seen. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> So welcome to our five Maggie Smith coverage. Yes, it has finally happened. It has finally happened. It's phenomenal. That's right. For those of you who don't know, we hit our goal on Patreon. Of $750. That's right. It's real money. Yeah, it is it's real. Listen. more than we ever expected you know, to get. You know, we talk all the time about wanting to quit our jobs to do this podcast. That's <laughs> basically what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and you guys are basically paying my rent right now. So thank you. It is appreciated. <laughs> yeah. As promised, we are covering five Maggie Smith movies, uh, starting with our first one, The Prime of Miss Jean Brody, which that, we're covering today. I was like, yeah, that's this one. Yeah, that's it right here. Surprise! <laughs> it's not. You saw the title. Yeah. I so assume. we're putting this one out here just to give you all a taste just yeah. a teaser yeah uh but if you want the rest you're gonna have to pay up people <laughs> you really gotta work on your soft self <laughs> make part- with the money hand it over it's part of the feminine arts amy <laughs> look it is super bowl sunday and i am podcasting about the prime of miss jean brody i feel like i've got my feminine credentials <laughs> all right <laughs> I mean, you haven't watched the Super Bowl in years, have you? Or have uh, you? I didn't last year. I've- last year, I did watch the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I could try today, but I don't know if I'll have time. Right, me neither. I'm so busy. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why is everybody like me? <laughs> I have no idea, Kelly. You are a liar. <laughs> you know exactly why everybody likes me. Yes. As do our cousins who are listening here. And if any of you would like to write in and tell Kelly why you like her. <gasps> I would very much appreciate that. That would make her day at any time. And you can do that at upyoursdownstairs at gmail.com. And I believe we should do, at some point in the nearest future, a new mailbag fun dust-up. Oh, yeah. That because be... we have some mailbag fun to share with okay. all of you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we've gotten lots of nice emails recently. Well, then we should dust it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and you can also reach us at Twitter at 5 Smiths, the name of this very series. Yeah. Uh, but with a number. It's, yes. it's number five, Maggie at Smith. five, the number five. That's right. Maggie Smith. We're also at Facebook, which is where most of the action seems to happen. Yeah. If you're looking for a community of other weirdos that enjoy Maggie Smith as much as you. Yeah. That's where you should go. We, up yours, comma, downstairs, exclamation point. That's right. We've had a lot of good discussions on there lately. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Listen, we need to briefly address this. <laughs> Baron Julian mm. Fellows. <laughs> right. Creator and monster. <laughs> Creator and destroyer of, of Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey. <laughs> he and Gareth Neem <laughs> are finally going ahead with their GD. Yep. Golden. Gilded Age. Gilded Age. I yeah. was like, I know I'm messing this up. Gilda Radner? <laughs> no. Their Gilded Age drama yeah. on NBC, which, mm-hmm. number one, it's going to look cheap AF. Yeah. Number two, what happened to the Robert and Cora prequel? That's right. Man, yeah. I want a young Mac L. Mm-hmm. I want Mac H getting, you know, venereal diseases from hookers. <laughs> Not on NBC, but, you well, know. Well, I don't know. You implied. Know, yeah. I don't know what they get up to on all their programs now. <laughs> right. This is the Netflix house. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, they've been running Law and Order SVU for 50 years, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's moralistic. <laughs> that's true. Not that this wouldn't be. That's true. Their whores all get killed, <laughs> so. <laughs> that's boom, family boom, programming. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Anyway, okay, look. Yeah, so- that part signifies the hooker's getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> Is a good seg, actually. <laughs> the director of this movie, mm-hmm. damn it, I didn't even write its name down. I got just excited to text you in all caps. I think it's like Roger I think Neem. it's Roger Neem, yeah. He is the grandfather of Neem. <laughs> I saw his name. So I'm, you know, right. I was, I, hey, I looked things up. Yeah, well done. The, while I was watching the film. So I don't know. If that's any better or worse from a research perspective. <laughs> right, I understand. But I was like, huh, I wonder if he's related to Gareth Neiman. I knew in my soul that they had. <laughs> like, it would just, how could they not? Right. It's not a common name. No. But there have been four generations <laughs> of showbiz names. Four. That's a lot of names. Their tyranny <laughs> has stretched back for decades. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, they, you know, I think he did a fine job with this movie, but I yeah. don't know because we were watching it on <laughs> the free version that was on YouTube where they right. do those jacked up things where it makes you buy it. But I'm like, it's not streaming anywhere. Right. You're going to have to try a lot harder. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Well, because I've seen like because sometimes I was trying to look up one time episodes of CAD file. The, I'm you know, sure that you were. I was. I and, do not for a second doubt. <laughs> right. And their scam was that it took me a minute to realize was they were just like running it at like, you know, an extra 5% faster. Yeah. And that made it like unwatchable, oddly enough. This was like, I felt like, well, on a number of levels. So mm-hmm. the character of Miss Gaunt, <laughs> can we lead with Gaunt? <laughs> sure. What is going on with her eyes? I don't because know. Because at the end of Rosemary's Baby, did you go home and watch it all those times like I told you to? Because <laughs> uh, it's at my house now. I got all my DVDs from you. Right. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why that was important to me at all. I'm like, why? <laughs> They're in my closet. I'm like, I don't even know where to put these. Yeah. yeah. I was, you know, I was at the Salvation Army the other day and I was looking at all their CDs and I was like, why? Yeah. Why do I have these things? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's not important. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Miss Gaunt's eyes. Yeah. At the end of Rosemary's Baby. When Rosemary's like, what have you done to his eyes? I'm like that. Yeah. That's what they did. And like, it's like on Clone High when Toots takes off his glasses. Yeah. It's just these two little black beads. There are are many scenes in this movie where my first note in the scene is, gah! Uh, (laughs) And in one case, it was because of her. But you know who I think she looks like in a way? Yeah. Is like an adult version of our dark mistress Beatrice <laughs> from Mr. Selfridge. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I could see I that. I just cannot believe they dropped that thread. I know. You had all these other kids? Yeah. They were alive. You also were an alcoholic. <laughs> this was very important information in the first couple of seasons. Yeah, it was huge. We watched every episode three times. So don't you tell me you don't have all these kids. Right. Whereas you apparently didn't watch them at all. 
they were all drunk (laughs) by that point they're like all right um." well they've been working with jeremy piven for five years or whatever they had mercury poisoning yeah (laughs) it's catching yeah (laughs) okay i'm sorry to lead with gaunt yes (laughs) holy fuck balls that lady was terrified yeah but anyway yeah so this this movie we can't say as much about the direction because on the YouTube version, it just feels like it goes into this crazy 60s experimental thing every once in a Which while. Which did not work. No, I know. It to was, be perfectly honest, yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. This is Helter Skelter. <laughs> this is what that song's about. Suck my dick, Charles Manson. Yeah. May he rest in non-peace. That's right. So he's dead. We he, established that. rest? Yeah. What's the opposite of rest in... Oh, burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't believe in hell, though. I know. I know you know I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I knew nothing about this movie going in. So this is what I thought about the movie before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, is it? So she's a teacher, but then I was like, at an all-girls school. Mm -hmm. I thought it was more like, maybe I'm thinking of tea and sympathy. I don't know. I thought it was (laughs) a lady teacher boning a male student oh then i was like, it's a girl's school so i guess she bones a female student <laughs> i'm not wrong <laughs> right but then i was like is it like a children's hour situation mm-hmm. the lillian hellman play mm-hmm. where like there's these two women who run a girl's school and one of the girls is like you're lesbians and they're both like nah until one of them is like well actually and then the other one is like i hate you now yeah so that's that pl- sorry so like the mo- spoilers for a 1930s <laughs> stage play <laughs> somebody is listening to this podcast as they sit in the audience waiting for that play to start <laughs> damn it <laughs> storm out <laughs> don't reveal anything about the maltese falcon okay <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say or like that movie Songcatcher with those also teacher lesbians Oh my god. That yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I like it. It's rare that I enjoy a movie that you and your parents both No, watched. I know. Yeah. Oh boy. So I'm also watching Sons of Anarchy right now. Oh, okay. Because I enjoy violence and shirtless men. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my life right now. All right. But they're season three and the whole thread is that they're now in Belfast because they have all this conflict with the IRA. Whoa. But they changed the theme song. So oh, that it's no. got like Celtic flute. No. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? It's like when it's like somebody was talking about I think it was some comedian was like Pornhub change. Oh, it was my friend Patrick Hasty oh, in yeah. New York. Pornhub changed their logo for Christmas. So it was like the R was a candy cane. And it's like, why are you doing this? They know it's Christmas. <laughs> That's what that song, Do They Know It's Christmas, is actually about. Nobody pornography to be seasonally appropriate like unless you type in you know christmas porn <laughs> right but otherwise they yeah. just want boobs yeah no apparently I, you know you think they know i work upstairs from a porn company so i could ask my downstairs neighbors if that's like a thing i mean it might just be a porn hub thing that's the only company i know i guess yeah. there's red tube there's I feel like they're all owned by the same conglomerate. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah, but apparently yeah, not... Yeah, the Republican Party? Yeah, apparently not the people in my office, though. They seem like a scrappy underdog. Oh, good for them. Yeah. All right, well, we've gone <laughs> far afield. So anyway, well, I... As will this movie. Yeah, I was like, okay, what? what is it, just fun? Yeah. Like, is she just like an inspiring teacher? I was like, yeah, is this like just like the trouble with angels? Or yeah. like, yeah. No. 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 No, it's not. It was very much not. Now, I, I 
should have clocked it earlier because, like, the very first scene that happens mm-hmm. is Robert Stevens playing a character I call Professor Thirst. <laughs> yeah. Accosting Maggie Smith. Stone Cold Fox Maggie Smith, by the way. Yeah. She looks oh, yeah. so good. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So first of all, I saw that it was M for Mature, and I was like, okay, this sounds fun. But no, <laughs> it's the bad kind of Mature. <laughs> um, M for... <laughs> yeah and so i noted that it was a guy from great escape and yeah he played mac in the great escape i yeah. think he might have been the only actual scotsman in this oh yeah that makes sense i yeah we can talk about the scottish accents later right and so i just noted that was showing all the teachers i was like boy maggie smith is by far the most attractive oh, teacher absolutely at i was like bitch why are you here <laughs> be a model that's right <laughs> And so the school is Masia Blaine. <laughs> and there, we get this big close-up of her, like, plaque, uh-huh. the Marcia Blaine plaque. Yes. That says that thing about blah, 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 woman, price above rubies. I'm like, yeah. you know that's one of the shittier gems, yeah, right? right. It's not a good gem. Yeah. Speaking of gemstones, mm-hmm. I found a piece of glitter in my ear today. <laughs> I know. Well, and what's even weirder, as I was thinking about this before I found the glitter in my ear, <laughs> okay. because uh, one of the listeners to my other podcast is like going to send us these things that are covered in glitter. And I'm like, I don't oh. know if I want that in my house. Yeah. Because when you bring glitter in your house, it it's, never goes away. Yeah. It's the herpes of everything. <laughs> That's right. Including your genitals, really. <laughs> we should really call herpes <laughs> genital glitter. <laughs> I think that makes it maybe sound a bit too appealing. <laughs> At any rate, I was, you know, crafting this tweet that was like, oh, you know, diamonds are forever, but if you're on a budget, try glitter. Yeah. It never goes away. And <laughs> I got out of the shower and I put a Q-tip in my ear, which, spare me your lectures, Lena Dunham acolytes. <laughs> and I pulled it out and there was some glitter stuff. <laughs> and was, I haven't, look. look, I haven't let glitter anywhere near this place. <laughs> that was a warning. Like, hey, here you think about making fun of us. <laughs> We're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Lurking inside of you. That's horrible. That show, The Strain, it's about glitter. (laughs) We go where we want. At any rate, rubies. Yes. A precious woman. So it's like, hey, don't be a a crazy bitch. Yeah. And we're like, oh, well, this headmistress seems not fun. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you're not a good woman, you might get traded for some rubies. So. I mean... Yeah, that check. Yeah, let that be a lesson to you, Amy. <laughs> you didn't know the dangers. No, well, yeah, <laughs> I've I'm- got I've got quite a few buyers on the line. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning out every gotta, week. I got to move fast before our divorce is final, and no longer have <laughs> ownership. <laughs> I'm not sure about the legalities, but let's move on. Shh. <laughs> oh, I, my first impression of Gaunt. Was Rat Woman. Because <laughs> she doesn't speak. No, she doesn't. And then, like, in The Crown, was that yeah. secretary and homage to Miss Gaunt? But, like, you know, that guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm like, Jimmy O'Fallon. No, that's the IRA guy played by Titus Welliford on <laughs> SOA. <laughs> Uh, also, but I will say, I don't like this Belfast plotline on it, but Lavinia, <laughs> yeah. Lavinia from Downton Abbey is in it, oh, okay. which I knew because everybody, when Lavinia happened on uh-huh. Downton Abbey, they were like, 
have you watched Sons of Anarchy? And I was like, ew, no. But, you know, now this guy was like, well, Time makes it, fools so. of us all, yeah. Listen, I'm watching Sons of Anarchy to impress a guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already regretting my decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, two new girls in class. One, I don't know what her name was. or Did she just disappear? Monica. Well, I don't know if that was the same. Was Monica... Because Mary was one of them. Yeah. And she wound up being one of the gang of four. And then I thought Monica was also new. But Monica may have been pre-existing. I don't know. Anyway. Well, because... Spoiler alert. (laughs) There's some shit talk about the girl guides. (laughs) Yes. And I thought this girl was like, I'm in the girl guides. I don't want to be part of your weird coven. Oh, that could be. That makes sense. But I don't know. Because specifically what Maggie Smith... Like she was listing her merit badges and Maggie Smith cut her off and was like... Yes, that sort of thing is very interesting to those who are interested in that sort of thing, which was pretty solid. Well, and I loved because, I mean, I totally didn't clock most of that because Mary McGregor's introduction is so great. Yeah. She, like, has a stutter. And I thought the girl did a good job with the stutter. Yeah, okay. I feel like it's a very particular thing for, like, the 60s and 70s because, mm. like, they did it with, like, Billy Bibbit in... One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yeah. But what I like about hers is that it doesn't seem to be... It's not brought on by any particular trauma. Right, it has yeah. nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. She just has a stutter, yeah. which is how stuttering works. Yes. And so she says that she doesn't have any interests. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, girl, yes! Yeah. I wish I that, was you. She said that her brother likes knots, and Maggie Smith like is like, well, as it should be. I'm like... Gender essentialist much? 1930s Edinburgh? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a girl's school. <laughs> yes, They're I not know. supposed to learn about knots. <laughs> and I bet they're not allowed to read about Horatio Hornblower, neither. <laughs> it is a pretty suggestive name. I feel like you should, I don't know how this works, but like you need to start like a meetup about like <laughs> lesbians who want to talk about Horatio Hornblower. <laughs> well, I already spent enough time by myself, Kelly. <laughs> One and a half more. There might be. <laughs> One and a half friend for you. <laughs> yeah. Also, recommendation. Do not play a drinking game in which case, in which you drink every time the word prime is said in this movie. Did you do that? No. Okay, good. Yeah. Boy, I, did you? You would be dead. Yeah, you would be I dead. I would have received a call. Yeah. And I would have been like, oh, am I still your emergency contact? Oh, no. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, because Miss Jean Brody says it like 400 times in the he first scene. The prime doth protest far too. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't think you ever had a prime. Yeah. You work at a girl's school. Yeah. A dude tried to rape you. Yeah. And your love interest kind of is Mac from The Great Escape, who yeah. is not cute. No, he's not. Like, you don't have to date people just because they're around. Yeah. No, this this movie really, like, threw me off. Like, because, again, I was just like, oh, you know, school movie, you know, like... like You know what? And, 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 well, then it's like, oh, this is our protagonist. We're on her side. She's the free spirit. And then it was like, but... But she sucks. Well, but I never got the sense that she was our protagonist mm-hmm. because it was so... Everybody around her was so anti-Gene Brody and like that guy that, you know, Professor Thirst tries to rape her within right. the first five minutes and yeah. it was just like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then yeah. by the end of the movie, I was like, like, I don't think he should have raped her, but something bad should have happened to this lady. 
Yeah. She asks a student who the best Italian painter is. The student says Leonardo, and she's like, wrong. And I'm like, that is not a que- that's not an objective she question. She is such, such a hipster. Yeah. Like, just, just ever, like, she would have a handlebar mustache if she had the means to do so. Yeah. And a unicycle. Yeah. She just is awful. She just like like she just likes Mussolini and uh, Franco. Yeah. She's super into fascism. Yeah. And I, but like but not even for a reason. Yeah. There's no reason There's, apart yeah. from I assume the graphic design. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what subject does she teach? Uh, history, I think officially. That's what I think. Wow. Yeah. I cannot believe how long it takes for them to fire her. <laughs> well, because yeah, I know, right? Because she starts reciting this poem about possible that in flanders field flanders field that's about possibly a real person that she was in love with or possibly not i feel like like, i feel like she's like no 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 i wrote this yeah hey little girls i'm amazing and i wrote this poem yeah and it makes one of them cry and then the headmistress is like and it does remind me of the year that my teacher read us all where the red fern grows and maniac mcgee (laughs) and i was a wreck (laughs) <laughs> this is in like fourth well and the teacher was a wreck she's reading the end of where the red fern grows which yeah. is some very loyal dogs die <laughs> they were so good old dan and little Anne. why would you name a puppy old dan what a redneck that kid was anyway uh, yeah oh god and then they buried him where the red fern grows <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, I yeah. shouldn't have talked about that. Right. So anyway, but Maggie Smith is like, oh, no, I was just telling him about Scottish history. And the headmistress is like, mm, Scottish history is very depressing. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then she tells one of the kids that it's not her prime. I'm like, it might be. <laughs> you don't know. Wait, that it's not Mrs. Mackay's prime? I know. Uh, one of the, the kids. kids prime? Yeah. Well, she's what, 12? I know, but... If you know, you're in your prime at 12, like, you got bigger problems. I know, but it happens. Like, uh, you know, look at uh, Tara Lipinski. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because then later, she had that amazing friendship with Johnny Weir, and they would criticize uh, oh, yeah. skating fashion. You're right. That was, that was her prime. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Miss Lipinski. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Doctor Thur- Professor Thirst. Professor Thirst. Professor Thirst is complaining that his wife has had another daughter. Gene Brody's like uh, birth control, yo, and he's like, eh, nah. Well, because he's Catholic, right? And they make a big deal about it, right? And then five seconds later, he like <laughs> physically pushes her into a bathroom in an attempt to sexually assault her, and like blocks the door and won't let her leave, and like, like. Whoa. I did not understand what was happening. I yeah. was like, do you know this guy? Like, what right. is this? Yeah. And it was just like, just out of nowhere. I like, had no concept that they had had a prior relationship, which still right. does not make this okay. Yeah, yeah. But you can at least see where he thought, maybe this would work. Right. Well, but it's, and it, I, from what I gather, they don't have a prior relationship. They hooked up like one time. Yeah. And so now he's just like, well, we hooked up once. We should be able to hook, like, I should be able to get, you know. Anyway, it's uh, it's horrible. Look, just get on coffeeforbagel.com or whatever it is. <laughs> is that it? Coffee for bagel? I don't know. Coffee and a bagel sounds good right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that what the site's for? Because I'm in. Right? Like, I'd much rather do that than date. <laughs> yeah. 
What are we eating? Baked goods? Let's go. <laughs> you know, she escapes, but I'm like, is this guy, does he work here? Was he a vagrant from the street? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He's is not he's the art teacher yeah. at the senior school and i'm like why are you over here then <laughs> yeah get over there yeah bother those people well he will <laughs> uh. now maggie smith is having lunch a little picnic outside with her favorite students or whatever it's very anne of green gables mm-hmm. but like that was so much more wholesome and acceptable because it was 1912 <laughs> yeah and like it's like ah you know puffy sleeves is their cable <laughs> And with this, even this wouldn't be so bad. At, like, at this yeah. point, I was like, oh, these bitch, because it's like all of the other female staff are all sitting around. Yeah. Also, why do they have any male teachers at this school? That, look. It seems like they sow nothing but discord. <laughs> but they're all... You can't all... not hire men, Kelly. Okay. I just, <laughs> I just don't think that they should be hired at a women's school. I don't make the proof. For the reasons that happened in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. But they're all bitching about, oh, Miss Brody and her set and blah, 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 except they're doing Scottish accents, which right. I can't do. Yeah. And no I also, one can there do were it. definitely, I would have appreciated subtitles. There were like, I would be locked in for a bit and then just suddenly there would be like two cents. Yeah, there's a bunch like, of I stuff I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's what happens when you watch this version on YouTube <laughs> and you don't buy the DVD because right. you didn't realize it wasn't streaming anywhere right. until immediately before <laughs> it was time to record this podcast. Yep. But, the, okay, these bitches have a point, but what they need to understand is that Gene Brody is correct about moisturizing. <laughs> yes. Because they're like, yeah. oh, she says don't wash your face. She uses cold cream. And I'm like, you know who else uses cold cream? Liz. <laughs> yes. People who don't look horrible. <laughs> As, and so we learned that Mary's an orphan. Yeah, and they ask her, like, how much pocket money do you get? And she gets a pound six. Yeah. And they're all like, we wish our parents were dead, so we got a pound six. And I'm like, you're awful. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, these are British parents. But I think most of them were seemed Scottish to me. Yeah. I don't think that they were British girls being sent. I know. No, no, no. But anyway, yeah. I'm just saying they're Scottish. I know. But I, st- I, f- I feel like Scottish parents were also probably terrible. It's shite band Scottish. <laughs> You're colonized by wankers. <laughs> Indeed. Here's the only other thing I can do in a Scottish accent. <laughs> Too young for what? <laughs> I did think of that all. Yes. 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 Yeah, man. Oh, what if they remade this movie with Kelly McDonald? Uh, I'm in. They did remake it as like a mini series with Geraldine McEwen, but she was much older than Gene Brody in this. Okay. Incarn- and I mean, yeah. look, I can see Gene Brody being a lot of different ages. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I'm still kind of confused as to why this play is so popular in community theaters. Yeah. Because it's messed up. It is. Oh, speaking of IMDb. Uh, I did want to <laughs> mention that uh, Professor Thirst uh, also once played Nasser in a TV movie. I actually saw that. Yeah. And also, he is the real-life husband of Maggie Smith at this time. Yeah. He was married to four different people in the course of his life. After his marriage to Maggie Smith ended, he fell into an alcoholic slump yeah. and then died at 65. 
and he was sort of popularly known as the sort of heir to Laurence Olivier. Oh. And then he got drunk real bad. Yeah. And so he wasn't that. And I would argue that Maggie Smith is actually the heir to Laurence Olivier. Yeah, that's a good point. So suck my dick, Robert Stevens. Yeah. He can't. He's dead. Well, right. And I, well, don't have my (laughs) dick. Yeah, enjoy hanging out with Charles Manson. (laughs) Rest in not peace. (laughs) I'm assuming you were just as evil in life as you were in this role. I don't think he was. I don't think so. I think so. he had a lot of problems. But. <laughs> the, uh, you know, nice guy teacher. This is one of the things where I was like, what's going on? Does he have a, he has a boat? What's happening? Yeah, he has a boat. Okay. So Professor Thirst wanted her. This was the subject in the bathroom, bizarrely. Yeah. He was like, hey, I'm going to rape you. Also, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to Cramden. I think it's Cramden. I think it's Cramden. It might as well There's be. There's a boat there that <laughs> Mr. What's-His-Name has. Yeah. What I was n- his name? I never caught it. It was definitely Mr. Something. It was like, it was, no. I don't, I don't know. Well, hang on. Professor Thirst's real name was Lloyd. Mr. Uh, Lloyd. And okay. then it was Mr. Lawton or something. Yeah, they it was like Lawton or Louder or something. Lou- louder? Might have been louder. Listen, we do a great job recapping. We're things. crushing it. And so then she like she told him that like it was a definite plan. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, I was hoping I could find a boat somewhere." And he's <laughs> like, "Oh, I have a boat. You want to come hang out with me on the weekend, like you do, like literally every weekend anyway?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's great that we go through this." <laughs> yeah weird they're real weird so then we see the girls hanging out in their room they're toasting some bread over an open fire and the uh past was terrible <laughs> yeah they're talking about you know whether or not uh miss jean brody has had sexual intercourse spoiler alert she definitely has yeah that's why she's like single still yes uh she has but it's i don't know i enjoyed I liked the scenes it turned out with all the girls by themselves more than I enjoyed. Maggie Smith gives a great performance in this movie. She does, yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. And I like the movie. But mm-hmm. I thought these girls were really incredible. And just their dynamic was much more interesting to me mm-hmm. than all of the Gene Brody Sturm and Drong. Yeah. Well, it was fun. Like, like in the during this, there, Sandy and Jenny started dancing together. And it was fun. It was a fun way to shoot two-person conversation because basically they just kept, like, reversing mm-hmm. so that you didn't have to move the camera and just whichever one of them was facing the camera was yeah. talking, which is cute. Name! <laughs> Old name! <laughs> Old Mr. Neem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just envisioning him like the bank manager in the end of Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Tappants. <laughs> yeah. Also, their uh, record player winds down in the middle, so they have to go wind it up. Well, and I love with reference talking, to your point about the past. <laughs> yeah, when they were talking about Gene Brody and you know being in love with that guy who died in World War One, I'm like, right. I don't think she made that guy up. <laughs> but they're like, their love was above all that. I'm like, that's the best part of love, you idiots. <laughs> well, they're figuring it out. Have fun doing your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> burn on a 12 year old fictional <laughs> character kelly in a foreign country that probably has a very different tax structure in the 1930s Shh. okay <laughs> 
So now they're on a field trip. Maggie Smith's showing them some Ford, and uh, this is where she's like, and you know who's great? Mussolini, which was me once again going, what? What? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I was like, wait. I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> it's 1932 still. <laughs> right. And she's all like, they call him Il Duce, <laughs> which means the Duke. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cool. It means the Duce. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> The douche. The douche. <laughs> the douches on fire. <laughs> that was about 10 years later. Well, but whilst they're on their field trip, Professor Thirst just shows up. Oh, yeah. Well, because, no, because she says she's talking about how Edinburgh is so romantic. And then she looks at, like, this random window. I'm like, hey, that is not a romantic window. And then Professor Thirst is in there. And is like, that is also not romantic. Also, there's a giant painting of, of her. her, yes. And we're going to see inside this studio later. It's that being John Malkovich scene <laughs> with all the John Malkoviches. Only yeah. it's Miss Jean Brody. Yeah. So, yeah, he runs out to be like, hey, just happened to be walking near you. And well, and he's he's needling her because there's all these complaints that she's not teaching the curriculum, which right. are valid yes. because she is not. Also, yeah. where's all these other kids? Like, yeah, no, why I know. These four? That I was, know that you know, was the thing. Yeah, if I had one complaint mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. this film, and I wonder if in the book it's more clear. I know this kind of teacher. Yeah, this teacher has this group that turns over. Right. Whereas this seemed like she had this one group. And then they got older, and then she never had another group. Yeah. Well, I kept finding the timeline a little odd. Like, it was, it would be like, oh, they're not in her class anymore. But I was like, what year is this? When is... Yeah. I definitely think, and based on what I found out about the book, the book does a lot of, like, sort of flash forwards and is very... Oh. Sh- it's short enough to be a novella, apparently. Oh, okay. So, incidentally, I'm going to be reading it on the Patreon. Oh. In the same way that I was with the Royal We. Nice. I.e., like... I will read it and then talk about it, not I will be reading it aloud to you. Right. That would be illegal. Although for a price. (laughs) (laughs) I found that odd. That was the weirdest Mm -hmm. thing to me was like, why these four? Why? And because we see later on sort of the younger generation of girls are still in her thrall. Mm -hmm. But it's like there doesn't seem to be this select Brody set right in the right same way. yeah yeah but then also like why would you be in her thrall if you weren't in her set wouldn't you just be pissed yeah no I know that's like why are these four getting like picnic lunches with foie gras yeah while the others are all you know eating gruel in the cafeteria <laughs> I think it's called the common room <laughs> yeah and I'm sure Scottish people have a specific word for their specific national gruel I don't no, but I do know they have a weird candy called Tablet. No, oh. mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, it's disgusting sounding. <laughs> it's like confectioner sugar baked into blocks, oh. basically. Yeah. Okay. I learned about it from the Scottish comedian uh, Rona Cameron. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen her. Mm-hmm. So you know the movie that this movie reminds me the most of, honestly, mm-hmm. was If. Yeah. Which I no. believe we've talked about before, but yeah. I mean, in terms of it being this dark, yeah, because it. We're not there yet. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, we have, only, yeah. it's only inexplicable rape in the first five minutes dark, which I know <laughs> right. seems pretty dark. Yeah. But it gets so much darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wrote Maggie Smith is eternal. Okay. I, I don't know why or yeah. reference to what. She has a Pavlova moment. Oh. Because she's talking in that scene about Pavlova. Oh, okay. And so Professor Thirst was needling her about not having 
team spirit okay. because I guess her girls don't like play field hockey or something. Oh yeah. Sure. And she says, Oh, he says something about, you know, Pavlova mm-hmm. needing team spirit. She's like, no, no, no. The corps de ballet has the team spirit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bitch. This is before I realized what a bad person she was. Right. I was like, man, this guy will not get off your jock. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He should not be on her jock. Yes. Like, like the, her being a bad person yeah. doesn't mean he should be on her job. Yeah, like he's worse. He is a worse person. Yeah. In part because he thinks he's better than her. Yeah. But he's much worse. He's much worse. He's really bad. We will soon see more evidence of that. <laughs> but we get our first trip to Cramden or whatever. Tasty Town? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they are picking apples, so... That's uh, true. Yeah. And then we get some little hijinks music as the girls are sneaking off, and Sandy leads them up to the bedroom and reaches under a pillow and pulls out a nightgown that is crepe de chine, and they're all like, oh my god. I'm glad you caught that, because I was like, I don't know what they just said, but yeah. I'm out. That's, <laughs> yeah, and they were just like... And then they start speculating about what they do in bed together mm-hmm. and uh, giggling. Uh, well, I think they've already figured it out if they're giggling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So then we see the uh, Professor Thirst uh, doing his job in art class and talking about how you can see all these curves in this painting. And then he, he says the word breast and everybody just dies. <laughs> like, don't say breast around teenagers. Yeah, for just real. don't call it anything else. Yeah. Call it a lumpy boodle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's annoyed by this. So he decides to work off his feelings by going and harassing Miss Jean Brody some more. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. Also, just seeing all these girls running around in their uniforms and their other clothes, uh, the drop waist really is the cruelest waist. <laughs> what a horrible idea. Yeah. Like, uh, what was wrong with you? Everyone in the 1930s are like, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. <laughs> well, they didn't want anybody to be attracted to anybody. Too late. <laughs> it already happened. Yeah. Miss Jean Brody does not fuck around with a drop. No, waist. she's she always very nipped in when she's always the she's the only person in the movie that ever wears any color That's at all. That's true. Like that's not subtle. Yeah, name right? <laughs> old name. Yes, <laughs> <It> top <is. laughs> Now I'm like envisioning him like a like a Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Stop it! I'm a sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> he can also burn in hell. That's right, Hugh Hefner. So That's we right, got Hugh Hefner. Robert Stevens, Charles, Ma- Charles Manson. Manson. Yeah, one of these things is not like. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Wow, it's really unfair on Robert. Stevens. It is very unfair. Robert Stevens, we've decided to pull you out of hell. Yeah, we're replacing you, you with Mussolini. This- oh yeah, there you go, Mussolini yeah. or and, uh, uh, Franco, the-, the fictional character you play in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think fictional characters go to hell. <laughs> Although all- hell is a fictional character. Right. All dogs go to heaven. All fictional characters go to hell. <laughs> cool story yeah fictional dogs uh roam the earth and uh yeah i don't know look that movie was upsetting let's not talk about it anymore (laughs) okay we won't and so he eventually pressures her into making out in this classroom which don't do that yeah you work there right like don't shit where you eat (laughs) don't kiss where you work (laughs) yeah uh how hard is it you work with children 
There yeah. has got to be some sort of guidelines around fraternization. Yeah. Like, clearly not, because later on, a teacher marries another teacher, right. and everybody's like, what a great idea. Yeah. But, like, don't make out in the classroom. Yeah. Or if you're gonna, put a desk in front of that door. Yeah. Also, Maggie Smith, don't make out with this guy at all. Yeah. He's gross. This is where I wrote, boo. <laughs> but then, uh, unsurprisingly, a student sees them. It is Mary... And Maggie Smith, all flustered, says, like, warns her about what happened to Peeping Tom, that, like, his eyeballs shriveled up and fell out of his face or something. Oh, that's what happened to Miss Gaunt. (laughs) (laughs) So Mary is upset. And this was where I figured out that she had boned him one time before. Yeah. Because he's, like, got this postcard that she sent him from Italy. Yeah. And he's all like, and I'm like, dude, go read an E.M. Forster novel and calm down. (laughs) Okay? You're being absurd. Yes. Could he have read an E.M.? Yes, he could have. Okay. At this time. Good to know. Just not Morris. No. That was 1932. Well, I thought that one wasn't published or wait. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Let's go back and listen to our episode on Morris. (laughs) I would. That would be fun. Yeah. It had Puberty Beach in it. That's (laughs) right. So the other girls, Mary, unsurprisingly, not good at keeping the secret. Well, she doesn't even try. Like, I don't know that she could, but they're like, hey, your face is all funny. And she's like, no, it's not. (laughs) And And then they they hang her upside down. Yeah. And they're like yanking her hair out. Yeah. And she's like, like, I saw Miss Jean Brody kissing first. Yeah. The art professor who is weird. Yeah. She says that they were kissing together which i liked that you specified that well because then we get a demonstration from sandy yeah this is the first well because sandy was in the scene where she was dancing with right was it jenny i think it was jenny 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 who (laughs) cannot turn to well yeah bad news jenny (laughs) so sandy then does this whole demonstration do they play some like arabian music under this i don't know because i was like you know everybody kisses yeah from all over <laughs> i know you don't seem to think that in britain but yeah. we do mm-hmm. but anyway but she's you know wrapping her own hands around herself and i'm like oh wow i'm like i'm like tr- i'm like i couldn't do that now. <laughs> yeah i am very wide well we were all young once yeah anyway and so the girls are just dying yeah. laughing yeah and then mrs mckay comes in and mm-hmm. she's like what were you doing and they were like, oh, we were just talking about Traviata, the <laughs> opera. I mean, honestly, they do a nice job. They do a pretty good job. I feel like the two new girls are much worse at this game. Well, um, yeah. But, yeah. I but mean, they would be. They would be. This yeah. probably isn't the first time this crap has happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I guess they weren't supposed to tell anybody that they're going to Croydon or whatever. Um, Cramden? Cramden. Croydon. I think... LaCroix. Cromwell. Um, LaCroix. Let's just call it LaCroix and be done with it. Uh, And, you know, Mary spills the beans on that and whatnot. But, you know, it's... They don't tattle on Gene Brody making out with Professor Thirst, which Which is is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, which is key. Also, I don't know if this has happened yet. Did they have the candies that they say are the favorite of Princess Margaret Rose? Oh, yes. That was at the beginning of this scene. I lost my mind yeah yeah i was like oh my god (laughs) (gasps) yeah i know her (laughs) (laughs) yep um i wrote and i don't know what this is reference to my my notes pretty much drop off after this point so good luck yeah i'll I'll be fine (laughs) yeah uh why is professor thirst allowed to be around children 
Great question. He's a creep and a Catholic. A question that will <laughs> a question that will only become more relevant. I'm not saying Catholics as a whole should not be allowed to be around children, mm-hmm. but everybody in this movie seems to be pretty anti-Catholic. To the degree where I'm like, why are you working at this school? Yeah. Like, yeah. go work somewhere else, you ding dong. Yeah, go to Glasgow. Um, I don't remember if they're more Catholic there or not. I don't know at all. <laughs> Some more praise for Mussolini. And then Mackay wants to see Miss Jean Brody at 4.15. And she's like, oh, she's trying to intimidate me with the use of a quarter hour. So whatever. Like, n- maybe she's, her diary was full till then. Like, yeah. Did you ever think of that? Yeah, she's busy. She's the headmistress. Yeah, not all of us can swan around eating <laughs> foie gras. Why would we want to? I know, right? Ew. Every time I try to like foie gras, I'm like, nope. Yeah. It's like if butter was terrible. Yeah, I know. And made of animals. Yeah. No, somebody made me had some just a week or two ago. I forget what the circumstance was, but like, let's just stop. I've had some that's not bad. Maybe. I don't. Look. It doesn't. Yeah. Cousins, what's your, what's the deal with foie gras? <laughs> we want to hear your story. <laughs> Up yours downstairs at gmail.com. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so yeah, we get the headmistress is like, uh, why are you wearing colors all the time? And she's like, oh, it enlivens the spirit. She complains about like recklessness and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's, again, it's just the sort of normal. Well, and their whole thing is like, this is a conservative school. Right. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I have tenure. And I'm like, how, if it's a conservative school, <laughs> how do you have tenure? Yeah, well. Who I think, signed off on this? I think she, you know, she was there for a few years before she fucking snapped. <laughs> and that's where we're at now. <laughs> I mean, just tender's a bad idea. Yeah. I don't think people should not be held accountable for stuff. I understand. Um, or, well, you know, like, it shouldn't be like, oh, you can't fire somebody. Like, that's stupid. Well, as we'll see, they can fire somebody. <laughs> uh, Fine. Um, yeah, so uh, Mackay calls in, uh, what's her name? The horrifying lady? <laughs> Rat lady? Yeah, rat lady. Gaunt. Miss Gaunt. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm just... She's like a Dickens character. Yeah. She's the only one with, like, a Dickensian name like that. Yeah. So something happened in that scene, but I was just, like, pinned back in my couch, <laughs> like, ah! She's horrifying! She is! It's unbelievable how scary she is, yeah. still. Yeah. So we get a montage. Oh, I know what happened in that scene. Uh-huh. What happened in that scene, she called in Miss Gaunt... And then proceeded to talk to herself yeah. about how hard it will be to fire Miss Jean Brody. Right. But by God, she's going to do it. Like, yeah. did you need Miss Gaunt in here? Did you need to do that to us? <laughs> to just sit there and be like, I'm going to fire her. Yeah. Just think to your think inside thoughts. <laughs> just make Miss Gaunt sit in her classroom every day. Yeah. And she will eventually either retire or go insane. Or like- turn into stone. <laughs> So we get a, a montage of different classes, like gym and sewing. And yeah, they all seem like they're learning things. Yeah. And not crying all the time. Yeah, chemistry. She explodes some hydrogen. That's fun. Music lessons with that nice guy from LaCroix. <laughs> then we cut to another picnic with Miss Jean Brody. They're talking about, I don't know, fishing or something. And, and then the nice guy says that he was reported to the deacon for something. Um, so he is... An elder at, I believe it's the Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. He was reported for like, I think, letting Gene Brody come to LaCroix. Oh, uh, okay. And they were like, yeah, you shouldn't be 
around colors. <laughs> That's not what that Episcopal life is about, my friend. Or Presbyterian? Probably Presbyterian. Yeah, yeah. whatever the Scottish thing is. Yeah, Presbyterian. I was like, Episcopal doesn't seem right. That's Anglican. Yeah. And they don't have yeah. that in England. Right. It's, it's just Anglican. It's just Anglican. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> We're getting there, people. They notice Mackay, like, watching them from her office, whatever. Somebody does some cartwheels. I think is I think this is the scene where she, uh, Jean Brody is like telling them what each of their like qualities are. Yes. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. Like, don't do what Jean Brody does. Yeah. Because I mean, among other, the most impactful thing to me going forward is that she calls Sandy dependable, and Sandy's like, uh, like according to who? Yeah. <laughs> and also like, was that am I supposed to be flattered, bitch? Yeah. So. Well, because also, and for the rest of this yes, movie, yes. for the rest of this yes. movie, she's like, Jenny's so pretty. Where's Jenny? Whenever Jenny's not around, <laughs> let's talk about how pretty Jenny is. And then also when she's here, let's talk about how pretty Jenny is. Yeah. And like, Jenny's fine. Yeah. Like she said that and I was like, which one's Jenny? Like, no, I know. They all seem pretty like No, this felt, and somewhere in here I wrote that like, Sandy is to Jenny as... Elizabeth Benedict. Oh, I had the same exact thought. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I bet this will come up. I bet it will. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Sandy looks so much better. Yeah. She's just wearing glasses. Yeah. But she's prettier. Yeah. Jenny's fine. Nothing against Jenny. Yeah. She's got like an upturned nose. Yeah. Also, but it, they're children. Yeah. And see, this is the thing. If you want to say Jenny's the prettiest one, fine. We'll go with that. But let's not say that she will therefore like... She's going to start, she's going to fuck early and often, like <laughs> what she's very explicitly saying, that she will rise above common morality and just like Doesn't slut it up. does she say that not in front of Jenny, though? Uh, maybe. I think she says that when she just invites Sandy over by herself. Yeah. I mean, either way. I mean, I think that's supposed to be the flattering part of being dependable. Yeah. Because she's like, hey, I'm going to only hang out with you sometimes and talk shit about all these other bitches. Yeah. Jenny's so pretty, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> We all know it's pretty. Talk- pretty. Have we talked about how much how pretty Jenny is yet? <laughs> Did I mention? Hashtag not all Jennies. <laughs> yeah, she also says that she's going to bring Mary along, and Mary's stutter is going to go away, and all this sort of thing. I'm like, yeah, and that made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, like she needs a speech pathologist. Yeah, not a weird hippie. Also, a lot of times stutters just don't go away. Yeah, that's just how you talk. Yeah, and then they recite the Lady of Shalott. Ew. <laughs> yeah and so we then cut to jenny getting her portrait painted this was very confusing and i'm like i don't know if this was less confusing in the 60s right or what yeah because i was like what day is it yeah because it's apparently supposed to be when they've all been promoted to senior school right but it doesn't make it any better yeah what's going on here because it's all of them just Hanging out with Professor Thirst. Yeah. Who, maybe this is why I said he should not be allowed to be around children. He shouldn't be. And, again, this is something that Gene Brody specifically was like, hey, what about Jenny? You should paint Jenny. She's pretty. Yeah. Like, she said that to him. And I was like, why are you telling your rapist to, like, prey on one of your students? Yeah. Well, because after that, so he does all that, and then we find out that basically every painting that he does looks like Gene Brody, (laughs) which would be so much funnier if he wasn't such a terrifying person. Yeah. But we then get Sandy goes to see 
Jean Brody and gives her all the 411 mm-hmm. because, you know, she doesn't have them in class anymore. She's the one that noted that all the paintings look like yes. Jean Brody. Yes. Yeah. Which she tells to Jean Brody, who is delighted by this. And I'm like, yeah. shouldn't you be concerned? Yeah. Like, you don't even like this guy. Yeah. It's like, what? You're saying he has a collection of my hair? I'm so <laughs> flattered. <laughs> also, but this is where she says, oh, he should sleep with Jenny. I'm going to, like, make sure that he sleeps with Jenny because that's, like, the next best thing to sleeping with me is sleeping with Jenny. Yeah. And Sandy's like, the fuck? Yeah. Well, because Sandy, so what happens is they all head out, like, after the painting session and Sandy hangs back with them. And then, like... Didn't they? Did they kiss? They kiss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he kisses so wait, maybe her. Maybe she had already talked to. Yeah, something Ms. like Brody that. about it because Miss Brody planted the idea about right. him sleeping with Jenny in her head. Yeah. Before they kissed. Yes. Because Sandy was like, yeah. "I'll show you." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy. Well, it wasn't like the first kiss was very much him, but it was also like she didn't want that. But I mean, she was trying to be like hanging out an adult. Yeah, with them. she was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, oh, you want a cup of tea? Yeah. And I was like, is that cool? Yeah. Also, in this scene, we learned that Mary's brother, who was at Oxford, set fire to his tutor, <laughs> which I feel like I wanted to get more explanation about that. And everybody's just Look, like, oh, wacky hijinks. Mary's brother. <laughs> Never quite comes together as an off-screen character. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? How did he wind up doing any of the things that he does? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And we're never told. But Yeah. And Sandy says she has to meet her mother. And one of them says, oh, your eternal mother. The illegal street races. <laughs> yeah. Or I was thinking of, your precious mother. <laughs> <laughs> your precious mother. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so Sandy tells Jean Brody and she's like all upset. Jean Brody, Jean <laughs> Brody, Jean Brody, ain't no messing with the Brody. <laughs> yeah. Um Is the Super Bowl on right now? Is that why everyone's loud outside? I don't know. I hate them. <laughs> um Just cuz it's warm out doesn't mean you can be loud. Yeah. So, yeah, Jean Brody's upset for some reason. I'm like, what? This was, again, your idea. And she describes his painting of his family and says that it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. Which I like. Because <laughs> that's, that's also our podcast motto. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a scene of Sandy just staring like... She's unsettling. She is unsettling. Listen, and this was she, the point where I was like, oh, Sandy's the protagonist of this movie. Yes. Name... You really could have communicated this a lot more clearly. Right. For sure. She did, by the way, go on, you won't be surprised to learn, to be in several horror movies, including one entitled Satan's School for Girls. Uh, I think we need to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Satan's School for Girls. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) I mean, arguably, this is a horror movie. Yeah. I wrote dude chill to somebody. It doesn't matter. I think it was Professor Thirst. (laughs) Most likely. He's the least chill person in a movie filled with them. Yeah. Sandy and maybe Jenny, I don't know, somebody are like conspiring over a fake love letter uh but from miss jean brody to right. the think nice it's guy Sandy and jenny yeah. i think so and, and they're just giggling like crazy over it in the library mm. and then the librarian finally gets sick of it and they like hide the letter in a book and you know just go on well the way. librarian's like are these your books and they're like no so she just takes the books i'm like well we'll never see that letter again <laughs> yep that won't come up 
Um, oh, maybe they haven't been promoted yet. No, because they there there was a new class and she was talking about the Mona Lisa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna quit trying to help. <laughs> it's okay. Oh wait, I think that happened before. I think this is now. This is where they've discovered this love letter. Yes. That's okay. Because I was on. like, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. it way? They were yeah. young when they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're all played by the same act. You know, right. actually, I thought they did an okay job yeah. of making them look the different ages. Yeah, it was okay. It, like, yeah. the, well, at least it gave me some indication of, like, what day is it? <laughs> right. Why do you look like this now? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the love letter's been discovered and given to Mackay, and so she's summoned Gene Brody again and the nice guy and just, like, confronting her with it. And Gene Brody, it, this, I mean, I got to be on our side on this no, one. No, I am too, because I'm like, like, Mrs. Mackay, this is a terrible tack. Yeah. So she just shuts it down and is like, I will sue you. You want scandal. I will give you lots of it. And I am going back to LaCroix this weekend. He is teaching me musical instruments or, you know, blah, blah, blah. He is teaching me the mandolin. And she walks out, which I just is an amusing exit line. He plays the mandolin. <laughs> yeah. The nice guy is like, oh, that was so great. I wish I had been that way when the guy told me to resign from my church. And she was like, what? You resigned? And I'm like, of course he resigned. Have you seen this guy? He is a pushover. Well, and that was the thing. He was like, oh, well, I guess I'd rather keep hanging out with Miss Jean Brody than like be involved in my church, which doesn't treat me like garbage. Yeah. But at this point, it becomes they are actually like having sex which I was never they were quite having sex. I think the whole time. I think they were, but I was never quite sure because he was like this, you know, church going guy that seemed like he wouldn't be, but he, just he definitely was real dumb. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure he can read. Yeah. Like Mrs. McCarthy was like, I got this letter. And he was like, I, no idea. Yeah. I, I can read notes and that's about it. Yeah. We get Gene Brody and Professor Thirst together again. She's going on and going on about Jenny again. I'm like, really, what is her deal with Jenny? Like, really? I think she wants to, like, sleep with Jenny. I think so, too. But, like, yeah. just the levels of ick in this movie. Yeah. It's super icky. Again, community theaters? <laughs> Why? Yeah. This isn't even, like, it's not even well, edgy I mean, icky. You know, community like, maybe theaters. maybe it was edgy in 1963. These these are the same organizations that regularly put on productions of Grease Jr., so. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, and she ends up slapping him, and he's like, that's the first time you've touched me in years. I was like, you did no, make out that. No, that's Mr. Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about, wait, there's two separate conversations here. Uh, yeah, sorry, I... I had moved on to Mr. Oh, Lloyd. I didn't Sorry. realize that you yeah, had done that. Okay. That's fine. I may not have said so. Great. <laughs> Much um, like this movie, the passage of time. <laughs> yes. Very difficult to divide. And I was like, yeah, you did make out that time. That was cool. But whatever. I thought they had sex once. Well, they did. I I thought he was saying that that slap was the first time they had touched oh, since right, right, then. Right, right. Okay. Well, no, I think he says it's the first time you've touched me. Oh, which is accurate. Yeah, but also still disturbing. Right. It's like finally you're assaulting me back. Ugh. Yeah. And so she then like is like, well, class, history lesson is canceled. I'm going to show you slides of my trip to Italy. And I'm, again, getting more and more on Mrs. McKay's side. Yeah, I'm like, get this lady out of here. Yeah, and she because starts... Because it's not just slides from Italy, it's all of Mussolini's troops yeah. marching in formation. Yeah. She doesn't even mention the trains being on time. That's right. Well, she also then starts talking about, like, Dante and uh, Beatrice, Ew. and how she was, like, 14, and she starts really getting worked up. And I developed the theory... Uh, that I think uh, she was molested at a young age. Mm -hmm. 
which is like that I feel seems like extremely reasonable. Yeah, I think it would explain a lot. Um, and yeah, I'm curious if there's any exploration of that in the book. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> why is she like this? Yeah. Uh, then cut to Sandy naked. I was <laughs> surprised. <laughs> yes. I was Me like, isn't she too. 17? She is like, 17. I don't think I should see her boot. I mean, yeah. I don't think the actress was 17. She was 19. I looked it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, um, listen up here, Neem. Yeah. This is Roman Polanski territory, and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just like... I was like, why are there boobs? Yeah. But they're there. He's painting her nude, and then they, like, you know, they've been having sex, and... You know, he comes over and they make out a and little. She's and she's so much more mature than yeah, him. She is so mature. This, is, this scene, though, really cemented Sandy as yeah. my favorite character. Yeah, likewise. I was likewise. Like, she reminds me of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, and she's, she's really good. She's phenomenal. I yeah. Mean, she's just like, you're pathetic. Yeah. You're a lame dude. Yeah, well, that's because what happens is she's like, okay, I want to look at the painting now because she hasn't yet. And he's like, no, no, it's not done. No. Yeah. Of course, it looks like Gene Brody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you both should have seen this coming. Like I don't know why he thinks that his paintings don't look like her. Yeah. But uh, anyway, she's like, yeah, you're pathetic. By the way, you know you're not even a good painter, right? Oh, like, my God. You should consider finding another line of work. She says you might want to try some other line. Yeah. In the most, like, withering yeah. way. And I'm like, Sandy for president. Yeah. I'm all about, this yeah. should be called <laughs> it was... the prime of Sandy name? Yeah, fantastic. She's just amazing. like a smoking crater where Professor Thirst was. Like, it's just <laughs> great. It was so good. Gene Brody giving some lessons outdoors, talking about Franco. Yeah, so she's teaching her whole class this time, her whole newer class, it seems. And she's just talking about how great Franco is. And how, like, great it is to fight. And they're, like, even girls. And she starts talking about various women. Well, and at this point, Mary McDonald and Monica. Uh-huh. Everybody but Sandy, basically. Right. And Jenny. Yeah. The Jenny. <laughs> have all kind of wandered over in their tennis uniforms. Right, right. So they're, you know, between classes or whatever. Yeah. And that, you know, Mary McDonald's like, oh, my gosh, even girls can fight? And yeah. she tells them the legend of some woman... Mm-hmm. Who you know survived? A yeah, wound and- she like took. A, she got shot and like removed the bullet from the shoulder herself, yeah. and blah blah blah. Which I've watched Sons of Anarchy. Doesn't seem that hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> it may be harder than they make it look. I hope no one shoots me, so I have to find out. <laughs> Likewise, but she's saying all that and and that you know oh it's wonderful and it's in this scene where we find out that mary mcdonald's brother is fighting in spain yes for franco yeah and sandy is like lurking somewhere yeah seeing all of this because like basically like they were all walking past and the three of the the other ones had just you know kind of stopped in earshot and like sandy got close enough to see what was going on and like backed out so she could lurk yes yeah and and like you that time yeah. <laughs> and so at the end, Mr. Brody is like, you know, are you all ready to die for fascism or whatever? And they're and, all like, yeah! And Sandy's like, no. She does say that. Yeah. She says, no, Miss Brody. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can now say three things in Scottish <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, Miss Brody. <gasps> I did it again. <laughs> That's right. Put and that on my acting resume. Can speak three phrases in a Scottish accent. <laughs> uh, what are we supposed to do with that? No, Miss Brody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Why are you smiling? <laughs> oh, Mary, what are you doing? She's uh, going to Spain. She is Just going to Spain. And off. like, we don't even see Miss Jean Brody like being like, hey, she's going to Spain. We right. see, is it Lloyd or the other one? Professor I, Thirst or the other one? I don't remember. I think it's Professor Thirst. Uh-huh. Because the girls are like, yeah, Mary is on a train to Spain. Yep. Fight for Franco. Yeah. And the guy's like, what? Shut the fuck up. No, she's not. <laughs> right. He says she couldn't. Which is a reasonable reaction. She couldn't possibly even navigate her way around Edinburgh. <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, but who do you think... You know, mm-hmm. gave her all the info, and yeah. Sandy is impersonating Jean Brody and saying, "In this envelope are the pesitos, and in this envelope are the francs, and in yes. this envelope are the pounds." And he's like, "Oh shit, you are one hundred percent correct about <laughs> yeah. this. This definitely happened." Yeah, because well, she'd been raising money to send to Franco yeah. all this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, then a truck goes by that says "News" on it. Um, I wonder what's in that truck. <laughs> right. Um, and Rockman, <laughs> I on Springfield. Yeah. Uh, so we see Sandy running, and she runs to Miss Brody's place, knocks on her door for a while. Uh, Miss Brody does not answer. She's like doing something in the bathroom. Yeah, bleaching her mustache. Yeah, she's just doing what I do when somebody knocks on the doors. You stay quiet and hope they leave. <laughs> I just don't think she heard her. No, I, I know. I think, but then she don't you lay that trip on Miss Jean Brody. She's an extrovert. <laughs> but she may have heard it at the end or something because she then does go to the door and sees the newspaper on the ground and uh, Mary's dead. Yeah. So Franco's troops blew up the train mm-hmm. that she was on, on her way. Yeah. And I don't know when we find this out, but her brother was not even fighting for Franco. He was fighting for, for the Republicans. The Republicans. And yeah. I'm like, how did you go from being an orphan to being at Oxford, mm-hmm. setting your tutor on fire, <laughs> and then fighting for the Republican army in Spain? I yeah. just, I want, that could be a whole nother movie. Mm-hmm. The um, subprime of Mary <laughs> Gregor's brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what happened in the next scene because I just wrote Satan's School for Girls because <laughs> it was just Sandy doing some more like staring or something. Well, I believe that Miss Jean Brody basically is addressing all the girls from every level. Mm. And she's saying, Miss Mackay has right. given you the facts about Mary McGregor's mm-hmm. death, but I am here to give you the truth. Yeah. And I'm like, run away. Yeah. Run away, children. Yeah. Nothing good is happening here. And she's like, oh, she's Joan of Arc. She's Clara Barton. Or no, Florence Nightingale. Florence Nightingale, yeah. And, and she's like, you know, tonight when you sleep, think of Mary McGregor. <laughs> and this other girl, Clara, who's been around, mm-hmm. she's the only young girl who gets named, I think. And yeah. she's like, maybe think of you too, Miss Brody. <laughs> and she's like, well, I am pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Sandy's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Look, she was my friend. Right. I almost killed her one time. Right. And then when she dismisses them all, she's like, oh, Sandy, hey, stay by for some tea. And Sandy's like, um, I got a thing. No, Miss Brody. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to a school dance. Okay. Biggest problem in this movie. Black shoes with a white dress. <laughs> Seriously. And I know it's not the movie's fault. I'm sure that this is accurate. Right. But I'm yeah. just like, good Lord. Yeah. It is not a display of high fashion. Well, and it's like all the girls are dancing with each other. Right. And I'm like, it's amazing 
that there weren't more queer people out of that generation. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, many generations. Right. I mean, yeah. I guess they just didn't have any kind of imagination. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they were, you know, they were out having all the gay sex. They just didn't know it was like a thing. Yeah. They were like, this doesn't seem like a viable option, Miss Brody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like people that like burritos. They, they just like burritos. They don't know it's, you know, an orientation. I don't know. Liking that, burritos is an orientation? Well, it isn't. That's how they, I'm saying just that's how they thought of it. They're like, oh, you know what I like? Other men's penises. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, off to meet my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This has been the Oscar Wilde Minute. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He's off teaching Rock Hudson how to play pool. <laughs> yeah, so Professor Thirst goes up to Sandy and he's like, hey, you want to dance? To which I responded, what is wrong with you? I was like, she's a child. <laughs> you have at least six children, probably more. Yeah. Because we just found out about that one. Right. And th- it's been some years. Yeah. Good Lord, sir. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Also, uh, don't take her personally. Yeah. Adults. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. We'll see. No. Yeah. She, of course, turns him down and goes and dances with Jenny or somebody. Or no, I think it was Monica, actually. And Monica was like, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> Everyone likes you best, Daddy. <laughs> uh, More dependable. So Professor Thirst decides to work off his feelings by going and telling Miss Jean Brody that that nice guy is going to marry the chemistry teacher. And that's where she says, like, oh, like, it would just take one word with, for me to send her back to her gaseous domain, <laughs> which was one of the most, like, Maggie Smithy lines in the movie. I think that's what I meant when I wrote Maggie Smith is eternal. She's nah. exactly the same. And yeah. what's amazing about this performance, Jean Brody's eyes have nothing behind them. Yeah. I don't know no, I, I, if yeah. You, but, like, by the end of this movie, I was like, your face is so expressive. Mm-hmm. And you use all of these gestures and you're so carefully coiffed and dressed. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing going on yeah. in your mind. Yeah. You know, you have no deeply felt beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she's living in this delusional world. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, as they say later, extremely dangerous. Yeah. Like, she is just yeah. not tethered to any sort of reality. Yeah. There are these moments when she lines up with reality, i.e., there is a ballerina named Pavlova, <laughs> right. i.e., there is an opera called Traviata, yeah. i.e., Franco is in Spain and fighting. <laughs> like, right. But, I mean, her conception of these events has nothing to do yeah. with critical thought. Well, yeah, and that's what drives Professor Thirst nuts about her politics. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't even, like, you just are making up a story about them just because mm-hmm. they're, like... Well, and it's arguably incredibly damaging to her pupils from an academic perspective mm. if, in fact, what she is supposed to be teaching them is history. Yeah. A big part of history is critical thought. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, you can argue the, the, the merits and the drawbacks of the way that history is taught in any particular country, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so how many Gene Brodies were there running right. around in the 30s yeah. teaching not history right. that, you know, raised wearing, a generation of... Com- wearing distracting colors. Yes. <laughs> of, you know, complacent people yeah. who were like, eh, fascism's fine. Gene Brody liked him. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hitler. Eh, I bet Gene Brody loved that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised she doesn't say anything about Hitler. Yeah. Well, well because it doesn't stay 1932. Right. I don't it's know. It's been, it's got to be at least 1937 by this point. I don't know. Anyway, okay, yeah. fine. I'm annoyed. 
that's fine let's get through this yeah so yeah and then i she does i forget like maybe she confronts that nice guy at this point or something she does and that's when he's like yeah look i had sex with you all those times but you didn't want to get married all i want to do is get married at my church yeah live at Lacroix, and go on a honeymoon to the honeymoon that my parents went on and I'm like, that's weird, dude. Yeah. But okay, you do you, boo boo. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually a really weird. It's so they like, did it in Twilight, and it was weird then, and it's <laughs> weird here. Is it more or less weird when there's no vampires involved? Uh, I don't know. I think actually, like they're like you know arguably like a persecuted class oh that's true it's so like, it's like you could probably yeah, you only could. safely travel because like they own that island right you it can't just honeymoon everywhere when mom. you're a vampire yeah yeah that you makes gotta, sense you gotta get up you know the vampire's photo's guide well yeah well and then especially when you're in like a interracial you know marriage yeah. or whatever <laughs> there were a lot of problems <laughs> there were <laughs> well and um, it was good that they owned that bed because they broke it <laughs> uh, moving on <laughs> My Team Emmett shirt is falling apart. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I can only find it on eBay in a small. <laughs> I just, I'm just beginning to think Emmett's not going to make it with that girl. <laughs> Your Team Emmett, like, I don't think that team's going to win. Oh, no. It's not even about her. Oh, okay. It's just that Emmett is dope. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess he'll be dope for a while. That's yeah, all right, then. He's got self-determination. Okay. Unlike Bella. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett doesn't need a man. He's got <laughs> Rosalie. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Cut to Miss Gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so Miss Jean Brody has been summoned in and is being told that uh, she's getting fired because she sent a student off to die. That seems like a fireable offense. Miss Jean Brody does not agree. No. She thinks this is... Only slightly less outrageous than that letter attempt. Right. And and she's like, oh, I'm going to ask for a petition and I'm going to go public with this. And, you know, I've got the loyalty of my girls. And Makai says, do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she goes back to her classroom where Sandy is standing in the dark like you do. <laughs> Remember what I said about G. Brody not having any critical thought? <laughs> Yeah, because guess what I would think? Yeah. If somebody was like, hey, you're fired, and I went back to my classroom, and there was a person there in the dark (laughs) waiting for me to come back, I'd be like, hey, (laughs) you did this. Yeah. Why are you waiting in the dark? But she doesn't right away, and I did not take any notes during this scene. It was so good. It's amazing. This scene you can find presumably not all warpy Yeah. Yeah, but it was This was so the scene good. where I real I was like, these girls are all holding their own. Yeah. Particularly Pamela Franklin. Yeah. Against Maggie fucking Smith. Yeah. In Maggie Smith's actual legit ass fucking prime. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically just her like destroying all of Jean Brody's illusions about herself. Yeah. And just Well, and I mean we didn't even mention this, so the whole yeah. time. You know, there have always been these rumors that Miss Mackay is trying to fire her. Mm. And she says, if they want me out, they will have to assassinate me. <laughs> yes. Just all the time she yeah. says this. Yeah. And so that is what Sandy does. Yeah. And unfortunately, this gets underlined in a very heavy-handed fashion at yeah, the does. end of the movie. Name? <laughs> Old name? Yeah. Although that was actually the the moment when I was most reminded of, of if... 
Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Why did it make you think of run? <laughs> run in the corridor. Yes. But also, so like Jean Brody's like, how could you do this to me? All this sort of thing. And she's like, yeah, Mary died. Look at the priority you're placing on Mary's death. And again, death. this should not be a thing that mm-hmm. she has to say. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, she is more upset about the science teacher mm-hmm. marrying that boring guy yeah. than she is about... She's like, no, it's great that Mary died. Yeah. Like, she legitimately thinks yeah. it's great. Yeah. Because it's that a cool That she didn't story. do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And she tells her that she has been Professor Thirst's lover, and she's like, but... But, but Jenny! But you know Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um... And it's just like, let's loose about all the being dependable and like she could be a secret agent because she doesn't really have passion and uh-huh. all this sort of thing. And she's just like, I forget exactly how it ends because she had another good mic drop out the, on her way out. And I don't Let remember. See if I, I might have taken some note here, but yeah, I don't know. She said yeah. something and then she just leaves. Yeah. So yeah. that would be good if we knew what that was. Yeah, that would be good. That but would uh, be good. look up that scene for yourself. I mean, it's ba- you know that's basically the climax of the movie. Because as she's walking away, yeah, Maggie Smith runs out and just goes, "Assassin, <laughs> assassin!" Yeah, and she just doesn't look back. She just keeps yeah. walking, and I'm like, "Damn!" Yeah. Then they play a song called Jean. <laughs> Right, and it's one of those well, schmaltzy '60s songs. Well, they I'm have like, they have a little like Miss McKay giving a valedictory oh, yeah, speech, yeah, yeah, right? And then they're all leaving, and then there's a voiceover of Miss Jean Brody saying, "You know, I put old heads on uh-huh. young shoulders." Whatever she said at the beginning, and then they play yeah. Jean, and I'm like. I don't even know what the lyrics. I'll, I'll look at yeah, what the lyrics yeah. are and post them, and then we can kind of debate on Facebook. Yeah, like, should they have wrote it this song? <laughs> right. All and then. And I'm just like, what am I supposed to be taking away from this? Nobody knows. Like, and it was good. I, I will absolutely it. say, I think this is widely regarded as her best performance. Mm-hmm. I think it's this, the Dowager Countess, but I think people actually critically favor mm-hmm. her performance in Gosford Park mm-hmm. over yeah. the performance in Downton Abbey. Yeah, that would make There's sense. There's way more nuance yeah. in that performance. Yeah, yeah. And at any rate, but I mean, look, transcendent. Yeah. I give it a full five Maggie Smith. Yes, I do plus too. Like, it's a five plus as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. this is the most Maggie Smith we've ever seen Maggie Smith. Yeah, for sure. And well, we never get to see her be the lead. No, or so. young and attractive. Yeah, that too. Well, that's not going to be the case. You know, we'll see her as young and attractive right. in yeah. several other roles as we yeah. keep watching these movies. But god damn but at the same time it's that same flinty rigidity Mm -hmm. that she brings to a role like the dowager countess yeah in this role yeah because she's she's attractive Mm -hmm. she's a fox but she's not sexy yeah like yeah she's not inviting she there's something well like there's something scary and off-putting about her from the beginning and it's part of her character she talks about always having composure she talks about early on she's saying keep your shoulders back and your head mm-hmm. up and she always does her mm-hmm. posture is always yes stiff and erect and like yeah like it's she does have this like extremely hard exterior that and, she sort of acts like she doesn't and but, empty eyes yeah it would be one thing if she had this hard exterior with anything behind it yeah but she's like Patrick Bateman. There's nothing there. Yeah. Well, and it is at the end, like, really, what is she going to do? Like, she doesn't have anything else. No, she has nowhere to go. She can't yeah. go to LaCroix anymore. Yeah. And she just doesn't have anything interior to fall back no, on. No, she has no way to feel okay about this. Yeah. 
And it's like, can you assassinate somebody who doesn't even exist? Yeah. So, uh. Who did nothing but essentially. I mean, we don't see that anything particularly bad happened to Monica or Jenny. Yeah. They were kind of whatever. But I mean, yeah. she definitely killed this child. Yeah. And I mean, that was, she was fired essentially. It was like a sedition. Right. Like, like treason thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's, it's certainly something to think about. Yeah. I look forward to reading the book because mm-hmm. the book makes a lot more apparently about the conflict between Presbyterianism and Catholicism. Oh, okay. And it's a much bigger theme because I thought okay. it was weird when they would even bring it up in this Yeah, movie. yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah, agreed. And, you know, oh, because that's the thing that she throws in Sandy's face when right, she tells her that right. she's been lovers with Professor Thirsty. She's like, but he's a Catholic. You think for yourself. And I'm like, but you don't think at all. Yeah. And you also fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't even know. Like, it's not even like. It's an it's a different level thing. It's like I'm not even yeah. sure it's like about liking it or not liking no, it. No, I know. This is this feels like it's gonna stick with me. Yeah, I yeah. I have thought about it a lot yeah. since I watched it. I mean I just watched it this morning because I just wanted to have it super sure. fresh. But I'm still like I'm still reeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm still reeling. I yeah. mean it's a reeler. Yeah. Like I, I Especially I think you it know, is a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's structured like a horror movie. Yeah. Anyway, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So who's the real monster? Uh, it's Gene Brody, but also <laughs> Professor Thirst. Right. Um, yeah. And Miss Gaunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's been the first of our five Maggie Smiths episodes. That's right. If you want more and you're not yet a Patreon patron, mm-hmm. you can pledge a dollar or more and get access to all kinds of goodies. That's It'll right. It'll be me reading and discussing Miss Jean Brody. Mm-hmm. Amy's got Whalecast coming bi-weekly where she's reading and discussing the book Moby Dick. Yep. I've got, uh, uh, this week is going to be the chapter entitled Chowder. So I you can tell how about. exciting that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be and great. you wonder why I refuse to read this book. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Until next time. Up, up yours, yours downstairs. downstairs. No Miss Brody. <laughs>